0: Hey guys, Carmine here, and just a little info for this preview, we recorded this a couple of months ago when a YouTuber who Preston and I both cite as big inspirations for us to start our channels, and uh, that's this person decided to quit. Technically it's not Game of Thrones related, but her videos on that topic, once again, inspired us to make our own channels, so we felt it was appropriate to discuss it on the Thrones podcast. That YouTuber is ComicBookGirl19. However, we decided to sit on that video for a month to see if she'd return, and sure enough, she did. I'll leave more information in the description below if you're curious, but we do discuss her, YouTube in general, other channels, clickbaiting, and so on, and no, we don't trash talk anyone. At one point, Preston even drops a bombshell on me specifically about his days as a writer for a certain website before his YouTube stuff, and I think it's one of our best episodes yet. Once again, check the description below for more information. Enjoy. So uh continue what you were saying, by the way. <laughs> so we can't just we're in the middle of a discussion of of
1: YouTube and um mm-hmm. some some kind of some some interesting news for, for me and Carmine happened today or recently. It's not so interesting to everybody else because you know, not that many people watch her channel, but um the The YouTuber that was the inspiration for both Carmine and me to get into YouTube, um, and you know, it's it it some some somewhat by chance, somewhat by the fact that we were both into into Game of Thrones and A Song of Ice and Fire, but. you know, it, it, we're, we're essentially talking about Comic, bro, comic Book Girl 19. Uh,
0: you called her Comic Book Girl 19, like... You called her Comic Book Girl 18, like one of the... 17. Of the I usually
1: call her 17. No, but, <laughs> uh... but I, I, I say it half the time as a joke, half the time, because I, I kept screwing it up. So Comic Book Girl 19 was both of our inspiration to mm-hmm. join YouTube. She, she had done... Right. Um, I mean... It's funny because we say like, oh, back in the day, it was like
0: it was like four years ago. Like it wasn't that far. Honestly, it wasn't that- yes, it was four years ago, and it was a really long four. You know what? I'll say this now. Um, I actually really like all of her content, and not so much her game. Like I, a lot of people were subscribed to her because of her Game of Thrones stuff. That's not yeah. why I subscribed. I really loved her Prometheus video. She did uh-huh. a video on the movie Prometheus, which is supposed to be the prequel to Aliens. Yeah. She did an amazing video on The Winter Soldier, which is one of my favorite uh, Captain America films. She yeah. did an amazing video on The Hunger Games, which um, I read the books. I actually liked them when I was a young kid. Um, she has really good content. And I find. And most recently, she uploaded a video about how she's going to be ending her show on YouTube and moving to Twitch. And it's kind of a sad, somber moment that the inspiration for both our channels is essentially calling it yeah. quids. And, and I just want to discuss it a little
1: Yeah, I mean, and in the video she's I mean, she's very, very honest and emotionally raw. And you you definitely feel um, what she feels and it's 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 tough. Cause yeah, she um her her content because she has an expertise on certain things that she was passionate about like 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 I was never into Hunger Games but I understand what you're saying about like she freaking loved the books and then she you know loved the movies and so she knew those things in and out and she she spoke with expertise and passion about a subject which you kind of which is rare like some people get a lot of expertise but they're they're disemp, you know, they're they're not engaging to listen to and then some people are really passionate about something but they don't have anything to say mm. and so comic book girl 19 was a true fan of specific things, um,
0: she's a big fan you, of X Men. I think yes. more so than Game of Thrones.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, as her name, you know, tells us, she was a big comic book fan, mm-hmm. as as was I when I was I was younger. And so, she she was into many of the same the same comic books. Um, when when she when she did videos on things she wasn't passionate about, those you videos can you can tell they're just yeah. like okay, she's she's. She's just talking about this because she, you know, she's making her, a video. her Game
0: of Thrones season four videos were very like apparent that she was kind of done with the show.
1: Yeah, because she was more, of, she was <clears throat> always more of a book fan, and the first three seasons are really good, and then all of a sudden, you know, things drop off. And I still to this day quote like when she, like when she was just on the money where she's like, "Huh, Peter Dinklage? They chose the Brad Pitt of dwarves." Yeah, like, I, I was that. like, I was like <laughs> that line. I, I mean, I'm still quoting it, freaking four years later, yeah. like like it's true. Like as great as Peter Dinklage
0: is, it's mm-hmm. not Tyrion. Like he's <laughs> not he's Brad Pitt of dwarves. <laughs> and and I just want to say this before we continue because we're just gonna discuss it for uh, just briefly. Um, yeah. We were discussing it before, and this is kind of like our backroom discussion, whatever. Um, I just want to say this because people love to misconstrue everything. It happened to me. A while ago, and and somehow you were dragged into it. I apologize for that.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah. that kind of stuff is pretty commonplace. Because people love drama, and they love... Yeah, but love,
0: you're yeah. you're never attached to that shit, and it's kind of... it's Like, I, I, I don't want to keep you in, in that drama hellhole. Um, but I just want to <laughs> say this, and I just want to say this now so we're not misconstrued. We're not bashing her. We're not here to trash her. We're not going to do that. We have a lot of respect for her. We're just here discussing her situation, what's going on with YouTube, and so on and so forth. Um, and yeah, that's about it. I, once again, this is, this is just going to be an exclusive for now because we don't want to be like, we don't, we don't want some random person to take what we say here and then bring it to her and have her think we're trashing her when we would never do that. Because I know how the internet is. If I say her shirt is blue when it's really baby blue, then the internet loves to like take that and make it sound like I'm just completely destroying her when I'm not. So yeah. she.
1: I mean, she's our inspiration. We, we fricking there's there's a, there's art. a
0: significant amount of respect there.
1: Oh my god. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, there would be there would be no Preston Jacobs or Red Team Review channels without without Comic Book Girl Nineteen. Um. I don't think she she, I don't think she really understands because I mean she doesn't know who we are, but she I don't think she understands how inspirational she was as a channel that like other people looked to and mimicked.
0: Um. Honestly, and, you know what's funny. And and I hate to break... I hate to interrupt you right here. It's funny that you say that because since, like, we started our channels, you don't speak to a lot of other YouTubers, but I do. Mm -hmm. And the YouTubers in our community, many of them were inspired by us, if you can fucking believe that. I was just talking to a uh, Lord of the Rings YouTuber, if you can believe that, and he, uh, according to him, was kind of inspired by me to start his own channel. The fucking kid just reached 100,000 subscribers the other week. Yeah, And, uh... Which I also want to give him a shout out uh, during the mini episode if that's okay. Sure, um, sure. But uh no, we I've talked to other YouTubers who were inspired by you to start their channels. Yeah. So I was inspired
1: by you a little bit. Stop it. <laughs> let's let us let
0: let's let's not blow each other just yet. Let's everybody calm <laughs> down a little. But um, what kind of annoys me about her situation is that YouTube never used to be like this. Um, the very opposite of what it's about now. Right now, it's essentially all big corporations coming in and trying to turn YouTube into cable when we all cut the cord. Well, most of us, at least. I I know a lot of millennials, actually. I hate using that term. But uh, people my age who have actually cut the cord don't want dish, don't want cable, don't want anything to do with that. And they like having Hulu, Netflix, and YouTube. Those are are the three trinities. Uh, Hulu, Netflix, and uh, and, uh, YouTube. And now, it almost seems like YouTube is becoming like the new form of cable and it's kind of pushing aside its original creators who helped make it what it is and i think she is a part of that era and it's kind of just pushing her out um you and i are way too small to even be like like pushed out or even pushed in we're just kind of like in the middle and Um, i think
1: there there there's certain there's certain like major media outlets that get bumps i you know i'm
0: I'm convinced yeah Yeah. uh someone told me that uh they know for a fact they've seen it happen that mbc pays certain people at youtube to get their shit on trending there are no matter
1: no matter who you are like you could watch nothing but like death metal all day long on youtube you're gonna still get carpool karaoke recommended to you right like like it just doesn't matter who you are Fucking James Corden's car, carpool karaoke is going to be in your fucking you know. Exactly.
0: It doesn't and matter. And I had, I, I know someone who does work, uh, for YouTube, um, and even a former employee. And I also have like people who work for networks that I always speak to, and they're always telling me what's going on with you know internally and all yeah. that stuff. And I know for a fact that NBC and a lot of these bigger bigger networks do pay. ...for a lot of these uh, trending to- uh, trending spots. And before the trending spots were about us. Now it's all about, you know, what Jimmy Fallon is talking about... ...or, or what new Joe Colbert has yeah. on Trump. Which, by the way, is always funny. Um, but I think the wall that Comic-Con 19 now is, is up against... ...what she's facing now... ...is that before her channel was around good quality content... ...that she would upload maybe twice or yeah. three times a month. And that's how I've always liked it, you know. She doesn't spam my inbox... But now <laughs> the algorithm has changed. Before, the algorithm was longer videos and at least three to, uh, three-fourths to watch time was king. That's how you got up there. Yeah. Now it's quantity. Because, um, because YouTube is now having to face competition from Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Netflix for people's time – they value how long you can keep someone on the website more and how many days you keep them coming back for. Everybody uses YouTube every day, but it doesn't matter to them. They want you coming back every day and they want you coming back to your favorite YouTubers every day. So as a requirement, YouTubers, if they wanna grow and not have their subscribers dipped, need to put out content every single day or at least every other day. However, with Comic Book Girl 19, once again, she likes uploading quality videos that take time to make. And sometimes they can only be made two to three times a month. You know, it takes time to make good stuff. And ever since Adpocalypse, um, you know, that's it. They don't favor that anymore. That's the problem. A lot of these people
1: like, okay, yes, Adpocalypse happened. And, you know, our revenue and our views are massively down at the same time. I understand that media changes. And at the same time, I understand that it was like kind of lucky that there was a period in which people could upload absolute crap to YouTube and it would be watched. And, <laughs> and you know, and people would earn money off that. I, and I think that, that kind of, that warped people's expectations on what they can do for a living. Yeah, when this person's like, oh my God, I can't talk into a camera about what I like at almost no work and get paid and do you know for like no you could never have done that before if there was a short period of time where you could do that like yeah that was kind of weird but now it's going back to 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 you know processed like super media oriented like stuff because no human society isn't built around a system where someone can talk into a camera about about how they felt about a movie and make a living